Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. The COB is brought to you by Capstream, the Global Absolute Return Fixed Income Specialist. And today is the 5th of June, just heading into a long weekend. And I have been waiting all week long for the ASX 200 to close above 6,000 points. I thought tonight might be my night. It's proven not to be closing less than two points shy of that. I'm Gemma Acton and joined today with Scotty. How are you today, Gemma? Very well, though a bit disappointed about where the stock market closed, but I'm also keeping a very close eye on what the Aussie dollar's been doing. Yes, just briefly when it moved above 70 US cents for the first time in uh, three odd months. So uh, that's coinciding with a big move in, uh, in US uh, stock futures. So a bit, of, uh, a bit of weakness there overnight in the S&P 500. But lo and behold, buying the dip. So when I last looked, they were up on 0.6% in Asia. Uh, heading into the European Open, and the Aussie dollar seems to have this lockstep movement with uh, with US S and P five hundred futures for the time being. For whatever reason, I don't know, but that's uh, that was enough. And as for the, uh, the ASX two hundred, well, close but no cigar. It got above six thousand, like it did the other day, but couldn't hold above that level, which is very interesting. And it looked as though we might actually have a down day today after four very strong days for the Aussie markets. But we're all watching this uh, quite quite mystified about the fact that the market has so much energy when we really do have one eye firmly on the pay, non-farm payrolls data out of the US this evening. Yes, there's absolutely zero fear out there. No one seems to really be caring about you know, this data release, which in my opinion, in the past, having been in markets one form or another for nearly two decades, uh, I've only ever known payrolls to be the most influential data release each and every month. Huge trading volumes, like you no, know, it influences so many different aspects, monetary policy being one of them. But uh, on this occasion, it just seems like it doesn't matter. It simply does not matter. Reason for this? Well, if it's, uh, if it's good, well, hey, look, the V-shaped recovery is on. Fantastic, buy stocks. Uh, if it's bad, well, the Federal Reserve uh, might be firing up that printing press again. That's great news for stocks as well, buy risk. So I'm not actually surprised that uh, there's acting like this. I'll be very surprised if we actually go and see a sell-off if the news is bad, but if it is, I'll actually be happy because it means fundamentals actually matter. Yes, although I am quite amazed to see that so many people are still calling for another market low later on this year. And that would uh, imply that they don't see central banks stepping in at all costs to support the markets effectively or asset prices in general, as they have been suggesting they will do. Well, I think there's little doubt that liquidity has helped drive this market high and there's only a certain period of time that that can be the case. In the end, you've got to have some form of revenues and earnings to go and back it up. You can't just rely solely upon money printed to go and drive it. So the risk will be there later in the year, as they are right now, but for the time being, onwards and upwards. As we mentioned, a strong week for the ASX 200 this week and particularly strong for a couple of key companies. Um, one which has really made headlines over the last couple of days is Qantas. Now, obviously, they were really caught in the crosshairs 
of what happened uh, earlier this year with coronavirus, with an almost complete shutdown of its flights down to 5%. Yesterday announcing they're looking to get up to 15% capacity by the end of this month and then aiming for 40% capacity by the end of June, more July rather, more announcements out of Qantas today looking to reopen their lounges uh, within the next few weeks, 1st of July, and also to start considering once again the Sydney to London flights. I think uh, the stock was up around 8% yesterday and another 2.6% today. Yes, I found it uh, slightly curious. There was back-to-back announcements on separate days. Maybe they saw the reaction to the uh, to the news that they were going to go and reopen the domestic routes. To, well, uh, let's see this again. <laughs> maybe maybe you know, do it for the uh, kangaroo route. And uh, lo and behold, up another 2.5% today. So mirroring what I've also was happening you know, in Wall Street overnight, travel stocks again were so strong. So it's all about that reopening hopes. But it also comes down to, are people prepared to travel from the health risk? And also, will they be able to afford to travel given the economic hit, which is obviously still in place? Yeah, well, it is our stock of the day. So let's check in with what some analysts think about this stock. Let's hear from June Beilu of Tribeca. I try not to use the word dying to do something, but I just dying to travel. And uh, we have seen that um, in offshore markets as well. And uh, we've seen it across other things as well, the entertainment, the um, the retails, and um, there's a huge pent up demand that's going to take place. Now, travel is going to take a little bit longer because, you know, the travel bubble is yet to come through and a few other restrictions. But, um, you know, the many talk about it, uh, the discussion of it, it certainly sends investors very positive about it. And the thing about Qantas is that oil prices so much cheaper as well mm. and uh, so the next year earning once we normalize actually looks very very uh, very a great growth um, in the following year airlines have never been one of my favorites to go into capital intensive you know there's a lot of things that go into getting you onto an airplane I think that the price at the moment is probably priced in domestic growth or domestic travel at the moment. So that's probably somewhere where I think that, but the kicker is if you do buy Qantas today, the quick kicker is it's going to be that international segment. Once that international segment opens up, there is going to be more. And you're absolutely right, the oil price. They should be making an absolute killing at the moment with this oil price the way it is, but there's no planes in the air. So really, it's it's a sort of a catch-22. So very, it's probably one of the best well-run airlines in the world, and it is definitely in the top 10. And remember, um, Sydney to Melbourne is the second busiest route in the world, so Qantas definitely will have that uh, domestic travel all taken care of. So an incredible recovery from Qantas over the last couple of weeks and particularly getting a lot of ammunition this week. Another company which had a strong day today was Omedia, uh, OML on the ASX. The outgoing chief executive spoke to us today. This was uh, in the wake of their AGM yesterday and the stock up today by around 4% beating what was a reasonably sluggish market. It's been a bit of a week like that. We've had a couple of buy now, pay later uh, providers also come on, and they've obviously had a rip snorting of a week. So, uh, no, maybe come on, uh, come on, uh, Ausbiz and the uh, share price reacts nicely. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a correlation. Maybe it's not. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. That's very, very legal, by the way, for anyone who might be wondering whether whether it is or not. We do have the video um, on our, our show notes with uh, the outgoing chief executive of Omedia, Brendan Cook. And another video that might be interesting is Nick Guadira from Eli Griffiths, who talks about what investment opportunities are still left out there, because it looks like so many different uh, stocks have got a a bit of a a run up that uh, people are wondering where the value is still. Absolutely. That's a great, a great uh, story. They they specialize in in small caps as well. So uh, well worth a listen. 
Yeah, so we do have the long weekend coming up. So we have a glorious three days off for those of us who don't do a second job on Mondays like myself, but I hope everybody else enjoys it. Ah. <laughs> but we do have a, a great show planned for Tuesday. And we have James Gerrish, the Portfolio Manager at Shoreham Partners, on at 8.50 in the morning talking about global markets and what uh, is happening in Asian region. I feel that this week was a little bit quieter in terms of activity out of uh, news out of China between trade tensions, etc. I remember this time a week ago, mm -hmm. we were in the depths of hearing about Hong Kong, uh, but we'll be getting some thoughts from James about what to prepare for in the week ahead. We also have Inez Wilcox, the chief executive of AI Group on, uh, who is in a really interesting point to comment on the attempts to uh, take another look at the IR reforms that are being put on the table and um, how he thinks that will play out for both business and employees. And I would also mention we've got Sol Eslake, the economist, on at 3.50pm in the afternoon to talk about business confidence and job ads data, which is coming out earlier in the day on Tuesday. Obviously, two metrics we've been keeping a very close eye on. I think we've had nine weeks in a row now where consumer confidence has recovered um, and seen a little pickup in business confidence, but we'll have to see where it goes from here. Well, the pubs are open again, so I guess the consumer confidence will probably make a 10 on the truck. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, that's a cue for me to stop talking. <laughs> <Because> really? <laughs> Friday afternoon, we will, we will let everyone go and enjoy their long weekends. But um, thank you so much for joining us uh, on AusBiz this week. Um, thanks again to Capstream for uh, enabling this podcast. And you can get more info in your episode notes or visit capstream.com. Have a wonderful weekend. Cheerio. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.